got what you want. I know what you want. I got what you need. I know what you need. I got what you like. I know what you like. I got what you love. I am your plug. We are back. Back again. This is another episode of the Hoop Plug. Yes, sir. And as always, rocking with you. It's your main man, Faraz, in the building. And I got with me, of course, as always, my brother, Stir Fry Ty in the building. You know what I'm saying? Shouts out, Ty. But also a very, very special guest. My boy, Amir, AJ Richmond, the CEO, co-host, co-founder. Of the Greenhouse Podcast. Welcome, my brother. How you doing? My guys, my guys. What's going on, man? Very happy and excited to be here. I know it was a couple of rescheduling days, but, you know, hey, it all worked out. <laughs> yeah, man. We're glad to have you. It's Riders Finest in AJ We Trust joining the podcast. Okay? Appreciate you, Appreciate you man. Yeah, man. You know what I'm saying? All good with the rescheduling. That's God's plan. You know what I'm saying? Like we were chatting it up a little bit earlier about yes, uh, but yeah, it's it's been a minute for me at least. The last time we spoke is when I, you know, brought home the championship belt on your pod. Yes, you know sir. what I'm saying? Yes, sir. <laughs> that was uh, Greenhouse Sports at the buzzer, actually. Oh, I do remember that. <laughs> that was fire, man. Got to definitely get on another one, man. But with all that being said, how you doing, man? Welcome on the pod. How's everything? Everything's good, bro. Everything's good. Uh, I mean, since the last time we spoke, uh, or I should say, since the last time you've been on at the buzzer. Um, over at the greenhouse, we've really uh, stepped away from being in front of the camera for the moment and really working on our crafts behind the camera. So that means picking up like full production work, uh, audio, visuals. We picked up a couple shows on the way. And like we mentioned earlier, I mean, you guys have seen some of the clips we've worked on. So definitely like working in the realms of that. Um, we've had more time uh, in developing like the team and like how we do business so <laughs> so with that being said like that's pretty much it nice man that's good to hear and i know we got a lot of overlap in our listeners we got some writer people alum you know that that listen to faithfully so so why don't you let them know who's on that roster you can give them the lineup oh, though. Of what course, shows of you guys course. working with uh so um you know to start off with the greenhouse team of course you know i got my main man sharik um you know uh, he takes care Shout of all like the, the marketing, Shouts. the branding. You know, he does a phenomenal job there. Um, you know, we got Jameer, we got Dre working on the sports, uh, got Marnie, uh, and that's that's pretty much our team. But as far as some of the shows we picked up, uh, we got Juxtaposition. They drop every Friday. Uh, we got Rule of Femme, which is a new show we just recently started producing for. They drop every other Friday. And the Friday, they don't drop audio, they drop visuals. Check them out. And then coming back for their second season is From the Chair. They should be back mid-April. So definitely check those out. And for those of you guys who can't find uh, find some of these shows, you can always check out our website at thegreenhousepod.com. You can check out our uh, Friends of the Show section, and they're all right there. Yes, sir. Make sure you guys run that up. A friend of the greenhouse is a friend of the hoop plug. So, uh Y'all check out those podcasts. The production is A1. Y'all going to see that as soon as you check them out, too. So y'all definitely been killing it. We see the work. Keep it up. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, man. Yeah, man. And shouts out to you guys, man, for y'all really doing it big over there. Like Ty mentioned, 
videos are looking sick. You you just uh, mentioned all star roster. You know what I'm saying? Drop four shows like it's nothing. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? So shouts out to y'all, bro. You know how it is, man. Riders finest, bro. It was only five thousand of us in those four years or whatever, three thousand, whatever it was. But you know what I'm saying? We made it happen. You know? Right. <laughs> Facts. Yeah, so this is the hoop plug. So we got to keep it sports. You know what I'm saying? So we're going to kick it off with this. All right. I'm going to tell you guys why. The Mets and the Yankees are going to be the reason the Nets win a championship this year. Because we know about the publicly criticized rule keeping Kyrie from suiting up for home games at the Barclays. But what if I told you that same rule as currently constructed would prevent unvaccinated Mets and Yankees players from playing home games too this changes things because it was just a one-man issue before but there are more than one unvaccinated yankee and there's more than one unvaccinated met so it's not just the world versus Kyrie, eric adams versus Kyrie, and only so many new yorkers are nets fans they're a new franchise you know what i'm saying and it's just brooklyn not all in new york now you got queens in there bronx in there this is a big deal. I think I could see it changing. Yankees going to apply some pressure. Mets going to apply some pressure. Apparently, there's rumors that they're already back-channeling. They got people in their front office talking to the mayor's office. So I wouldn't be surprised if you see that rule change before April 7th for us. What do you think? Man, that's some interesting stuff that you mentioned, bro. So first off, starting about the Mets and Yankees and all the unvaccination, everything that's happening. In my opinion, COVID is really on the back end. You know what I'm saying? And if we can avoid another wave, you know what I mean? We can hopefully throw the masks out and celebrate. You know what I mean? So it's been a long two, three years. You know, it hasn't been three, but feels like it, you know. Um, with all that being said, man, I think that's the way. I think Kyrie did it right, you know. Sure, a lot of drama, a lot of headache, a lot of people hating on him. But at the same time, the man stood up for what he believes in. And if I, if that's not inspiring, God damn it, I don't know what is, you know. So with all that being said, a lot of talks to the mayor. I think it's very likely that come playoff time, we'll be able to see Kyrie Irving seven games or if it goes to seven games every playoff series. So I'm with you on that one. AJ, you, you got any time in there? Uh, so it's very, very interesting how they're treating all these vaccine rules across all sports. I mean, I think just how the NFL handles it, and I just never thought I'd say these words, <laughs> how they handle the whole vaccine situation is just, I mean, fire. Like, they don't really have any issues when it comes out of their players getting vaccinated, right? They get caught not taking it, uh, they get fined. And I've seen the same thing in the NBA. But as far as, like, the rules of New York, it's just trash because it's going to keep a lot of good players, right, from playing at home. Um, Kyrie might be the first. I think they just need to take the Nets out of New York, <laughs> bring them back to New Jersey, back to Jersey. <laughs> where they There's were. A stadium ready. <laughs> <laughs> a couple. A couple, right? And Next. then – We'll be fine. You know, we see what Kyrie can do as soon as he's able to tie up his shoes, right? <laughs> he'll drop 50. He'll give you 60. Does it matter? All facts. All facts. Faraz, you want to you wanna get into this next one? Yeah, man. You know, <clears throat> in a recent Lakers win, we saw things get spicy between Pat Bev and Russell Westbrook. Where Russell Westbrook and the Lakers came out on top that night. You know what I'm saying? We had a little rematch. You know what I'm saying? Timberwolves, Lakers. And I think it's safe to say my boy Pat Bev was able to get a little revenge on Russell Westbrook. 
What's your thoughts on that, Ty? Look, I, I I'm always rooting for the get back. Someone wrong you. When the time comes for vengeance, I'm gonna be on your side, man. I love a good get back, and that's what Pat Bev got at. We all know what happened. Pat Bev ended up injuring Russell Westbrook back in his OKC days. Ever since then, they've had a beef. Russ came out with that statement. I think it was a post-game conference when he was like, Pat Bev tricking y'all. He don't play no defense. He just be running around. <laughs> and the the funny thing is Pat Beverly actually went on J.J. Reddick's podcast. Um, I can't think of the name of it, but he went on that podcast and he was saying how those words actually hurt three. his career. Thank you. Thank you. Those words actually hurt his career. Like players and coaches were looking at him differently. People were coming at him thinking that he actually couldn't play defense. But you know that it stuck in his head because when it came time, right, Russell Westbrook had one of those, another bad game. And Pat Bever was there to let it be known, calling him trash visually, <laughs> holding his <laughs> nose, like talking shit, just doing everything. So I don't know. It's funny how, how the world turns. You got to watch who you come at because – when you're on top, things are different than when things aren't going your way. Pat Bev took advantage, got his get back, and I'm all for it. Okay, okay. Now, let me ask a good question, right? This year, right, is it just because Russell Westbrook is having a bad year that makes the get back funny, or is it just because it's Pat Bev and we know how big of his antics run rampant through the NBA? You know, that's a great question, man, and I'm glad you asked it. Asked it. I think it's a little bit of both. No doubt it's a little bit of both because Russell Westbrook has been in everybody's mouth this season. Good, bad, horrible, you know what I mean? It's just all you hear, almost as much as LeBron James, who's, again, second best player of all time, right? You're hearing this guy, Russell Westbrook's name. Russell Westbrook had another bad game. Russell Westbrook with another eight turnovers. Like, it has not stopped, right? Now you add in the fact that Patrick Beverly is definitely on the backside of his career. Ty mentioned a lot of the beef that they've had in the past. Man, I think it's I think it's both of those things, bro. Because, listen, you're in, I believe the game was at Minnesota. You know what I'm saying? You're having Patrick Beverly, right? Calling Russell Westbrook, who we all know Russell Westbrook as a future Hall of Famer. Trash. Getting the best of him. Outscoring him. Outperforming, outperforming him on an off night, you know? Man, regardless of what it was... It was hilarious, you know what I mean? Doesn't help that other Timberwolves players were uh, chiming in with it as well. <laughs> yeah, Carl had some words for uh, for LeBron in that game. They were all feeling themselves. This right. is this is their chance to get at Russ and, and LeBron. But nobody said anything because they're struggling. But nobody said anything when Malik Beasley threw up his best Tony Snell impersonation with zero points, zero rebounds, <laughs> zero assists, three fouls in 29 minutes. <laughs> that's true i mean it just comes with being in the spotlight though like no one's paying attention they can't talk shit you know right <laughs> like a fly under the radar yo you know yeah, what's man. funny too uh, i just that just kind of reminded me of being under the radar lonzo ball lonzo ball's been under the radar he's been hurt for for a long long time i think he just had another setback i saw his name for the first time in a long time for Ferraz's chicago bulls and I saw the record on with off. Like, you guys were the first place best in East team with Lonzo Ball, and y'all have been, like, middle of the road at best without him. Ever since, yep, 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 yep. But with all that being said, man, we're not too far back. We're only five and a half games back. Regardless of all that, regardless of the record, I think if we can maybe, you know, win a few more games and get into maybe fourth or third, given that, you know, the Bucks and the Celtics have the same amount of wins, 
I think when Lonzo comes back, if he's able to come back for playoff time, we'll be able to make an impact for sure. But without him, man, this team is definitely lacking. There's no doubt about it, you know? Definitely Lonzo Ball back. That's uh, that's definitely a good floor general. As uh, my father likes to say, it keeps DeMar DeRozan from DeMar DeRozan. It keeps the, uh, <laughs> keeps, uh, the field bull attempts down <laughs> for serious. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah, that's for sure. That's for sure. And again, I'm not going to lie, right? Given that I've been the benefactor of a lot of those mid-range jumpers, you know what I'm saying? I'm not hating too much. But it's interesting, man. DeMar DeRozan really said, I don't care what the league looks like today. I don't care that Steph Curry is shooting almost 400 threes a season. I'm pulling up from mid-range every single damn time. You know what I'm saying? And, like, those are really just not good shots anymore, you know? Is it not good (laughs) shots anymore? Do they just not look as pretty as... 30, 40 footers, because, like, the name of the game to me is put the ball in a basket, right? <laughs> you can come from 70 feet if you can shoot it, or if you can shoot a nice 15, 20 footer. Like, everybody got bent. Yo, remember when James Harden was literally just going to the free throw line, and everybody thought that was, like, abysmal? Like, yeah, sin- yeah. like sinful? It's like, yo, he's just trying to score as many points as he can. <laughs> yeah. the rules. And get a rest in between. Right. And the, and the, yeah, man, the rules, rules are what the rules are. Right, like nobody dare say Kobe, like yo, these shots you taking inside the inside the three point line is it efficient? Like, <laughs> you're not wrong about that one. Ain't nobody opening their damn mouth with Kobe. Kobe could do what he wants. Mike, you know what I'm saying? Like yo, Mike, like <laughs> who was more efficient than Mike <laughs> inside That's the three facts. point line? So and yeah, this man averaged they, thirty points a game doing that, like. <laughs> They definitely have a place in the game, but it's just I think I think that that like no mid ranger is more for the general rule, right? That applies to the to the masses because mm. not everyone's practicing it, so they not they're not as good as it mm. at it. Julius Randle, I've had to watch him miss so many mid rangers this season, <laughs> and it's just different. It depends who's shooting them. Like if it's my boy Melo, now it's now it's a totally different thing we're talking about because it's an efficient shot for him, but maybe mm. unefficient for most. Yeah. Now, for us, I know you're a Bulls fan, and you're enjoying this season. But is it just Demar? <laughs> is it just uh, uh, Lonzo Ball you're waiting for to come back, or you can't wait to get Caruso back too? Because some people like really like Caruso on that team. Don't get me wrong, man. I I love Caruso. Caruso is that energy guy for us off the bench. And off the bench, the guy was, I think he was second or leading the league in steals at one point in the season. You know what I'm saying? So we have those two guys. We have Patrick Williams, who we're definitely missing. But to be fair, Ayo DeSanmo, I I don't want to say his name incorrectly. I probably am. DeSanmo. Um, He's been filling in excellently for Patrick Williams. You know what I'm saying? And he might really just overtake P. Will as the starting, you know what I'm saying, three um, with all that being said, though, I think once we get our whole roster back and they're able to play some games, I think we're going to really see what we saw at the beginning of this season for a long time to come. A long time to come. A lot of these guys, except for Demar Derozan, are younger guys in the earlier, the, the first half of their careers. You know what I'm saying? And except for again, Demar, Vooch. You know what I mean? But with all that being said, though, like this squad is poised, I believe, to win a championship if they can keep it all together. You know? Mm-hmm. Yeah. I agree. <laughs> I don't like Ty's smile, tough. though. It's going to be tough. I'll leave that <laughs> yeah, well, with all that being said, though, we definitely have better odds of winning a ring than the Knicks. You know what I'm saying? Uh, no don't doubt. mean to throw no the doubt. shade, but... <laughs> no doubt. I, I got nothing to say to that. Fair, fair, fair. 
moving on. You know what I'm saying? We've seen a lot of Luka magic this season. You know what I mean? He's starting to kind of, I don't want to say fully taking the next step because we saw his rookie season. He kind of took a downturn the next season. Or, or excuse me, sophomore season was great. Third season in the league wasn't so hot. Now he's coming back for his fourth season and he's really showing us what he really does. You know what I'm saying? Which is win basketball games for his team. Now, with all that being said, you know, in the past, we're used to seeing guys like Boogie Cousins, Lance Stevenson lead the league in techs. To all of our surprise, this year just so happens to be our boy down in Dallas, Luka Doncic. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> now, let me ask you guys something. One, why do you think that is? And two, do you think that has to do with, you know what I'm saying, him being a star, thinking he's getting preferential treatment and these refs having none of it? You know? Well, if you've seen a Mavs game, ESPN, TNT night, one of those games, you've seen that he whines a lot. You know, he's always complaining for a call. I feel like he thinks it's part of the game, but it seems like he's, I don't know, based on his latest comments, he, he seems like he's having a revelation. He said he's done. He's promising a change and uh, he's going to, you know, stop talking to the refs. We'll see. Like you said, I was shocked about this. Luca's going to have to figure this out, man, because it's going to end up hurting his team. He already hit the 13. I think it's 12 or 13 texts and then you get this like you can't play a game. I think it's like, it's like 16, 17. Oh, a word? Yeah. Okay. Yeah, I remember when well, Wallace used to get him all the time. <laughs> 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 He'd be suspended. <laughs> it counts Draymond the- Green got him right, and, like, they don't they don't start over for the playoffs. Right, they keep going. So, yeah, this could be bad. This could be bad. Yeah, yeah, yeah. AJ, what's your thoughts, bro? Man, they just, like, one, I feel like Luka has gotten spoiled and adjusted because it's weird, right? You look at European play, they're a lot more physical with hand checks, right? The box is a lot more smaller. They don't really whine and complain as much. Maybe he's gotten a little spoiled with American basketball. Um, Mm. But I'm also going to blame the refs a little bit. You know, I'm starting to see a lot more texts for nonsense than what they used to give texts for back in the day. And maybe they got to meet a quota just like, uh, you know, (laughs) <laughs> meter maids but um they're turning the nba into the no fun league uh slowly but surely and they got to get that together but hey man luca i believe it when i see it <laughs> it's all good if you keep racking up these texts it's all right facts bro facts bro listen at the end of the day the man is a joy to watch they're starting to really get it all together down in dallas you know what i'm saying and i think in the next couple seasons we'll be able to see them make push a push as a serious championship contender and you know what i'm saying here at the podcast we've always been big fans of demarcus cousins you know what i mean and when we're talking about techs demarcus cousins is one of those names that you always think of you know what i'm saying he's someone we mentioned earlier when we were talking about it and man We have barely seen DeMarcus Cousins playing this season. He's had probably the lowest minutes of his entire career. And to all, again, to all of our surprises, guess who's in the top 10 for technical (laughs) fouls this this NBA season? None other than our man, DeMarcus Cousins. Boogie going to get him in. He's already got 10 techs. He's played 30-something games. He's efficient. (laughs) This is what he does. And 30 games is wild. Oh, my gosh. Yeah, Boogie don't play that much anymore after he sold the soul to the Warriors. Facts. That was a curse. He's been hurt every year since. <laughs> Yo. It was an expensive price. <laughs> he didn't even get a ring. 
Nah, but that's part of what makes him boogie. Part, mm-hmm. part of what makes him one of my favorite players. You know what I'm saying? It's that grizzly mentality that we came to love. And it'll come with 30 right, or 15. Man. Facts. Facts. <laughs> for real. So, for real, for real. We got a couple jersey guys, all three of us. You know what I'm saying? Ryder alum, as we mentioned. Mac Conference, home of St. Peter's. All right, Jersey City repping. Because they, the St. Peter's, I'm not sure what team they are. What's their, you know, anyone know? They're the Peacocks, Peacocks. I think, right? Yep. Yeah, Peacocks. Peacocks still dancing. On to the Sweet 16, man. (laughs) We love this season, March Madness, because of the Cinderella stories. Just so happens that the Cinderella this year is close to home. What better way to start the journey than knocking off number two Kentucky? Busting everyone's bracket. Shout out St. Peter's. Yeah, man. Yeah, man. Seriously, we saw a huge game in that first one from Daryl Banks. And Daryl Banks the third. Let me be respectful. You know what I'm saying? And my boy Doug Eater (laughs) off the bench. You know what I'm saying? Daryl Banks with 27 points, two assists, four rebounds. And Doug with 20 points off the bench, man. And again, probably the biggest upset of the tournament, man. You love to see it, you know, and notoriously Seton Hall, the team out of Jersey that making noise and in the national headlines in the NCAA tournament. And it's cool to see St. Peter's, a relatively smaller school, same conference as Ryder. If Ryder could get their shit together, this could could potentially be us. <laughs> you know what I mean? But uh, with all that being said, man, yeah, it's been dope. You know what I'm saying? And in their second matchup, they face off against John Morant's old school, Murray State, who's ranked seventh in their bracket. You know what I mean? And they're able to knock them off, 10 points, comfortable victory. You know, it's been such a sight to see, real talk. Yeah, man, I agree. I agree. I love college basketball, uh, March Madness. I mean, Ty used to live down the hall from me. He would, he would hear how crazy I'd go during Duke games. So this, <laughs> this weekend, although I did, you know, have damn near a heart attack for Duke. Um, Y'all still good. <laughs> yeah. Um, St. Peter's was definitely a joy. Um, fun fact, the head coach, Shaheen Holloway, went to St. Pat's, right? He was actually one mm. of the first point guards Kevin Boyle had um, that got him as, like, a premier head coaching job over at St. Pat's. Um, so, and Seton Hall was the last time a school from Jersey made the Sweet 16, and he was the starting point guard. So, even even crazy. AJ, bro, <laughs> I have to give it to you, dog. Literally on our rundown, exactly what you said is what we had right now that we were gonna mention. The yes. man, the man is an encyclopedia. <laughs> Sixteen years ago, man, as you mentioned, Seton Hall made it. That's the last NJ team to make it to the Sweet Sixteen. Mm-hmm. Let's see if they can keep it moving, man. Yeah, yeah man, a shots out coach, man. You know what I'm saying? He got there as a player. You know what I mean? Let's see what he could do now as a head coach. You know, maybe they could upset people even more you know what i'm saying it would be crazy to see them in a in a elite eight you know it'd be insane to see them in the final four let's not get carried away but with all and, that being said and nah, like, go ahead, just as final thought on this and as someone that lived in jersey city for two years and like rode past st peter's like st peter's is super small it's desolate compared to rider <laughs> exactly it makes rider look like maryland like yo you drive past jfk boulevard you're like where the fuck is that exactly. was st peter's that was it just look up their gym anyone that's curious look up their gym their gym is smaller than my high school gym yo not like not kidding yeah, Bronx Zoo is just a small but like st peter's that's a small school <laughs> 
<laughs> yeah, yeah, man. Yeah, man. But with all that being said, though, I'll tell you what. Sure, the Bronx Zoo is small, but it used to get wild in the zoo. You know what I mean? So for sure. <laughs> you definitely used to make up for it, you know? For sure. Um, with that being said, though, you know what I mean? We've talked about, you know, current things in the league. We've talked about March Madness. We've talked about my boy Boogie Cousins and the insane rate that he's able to get technical fouls. <laughs> and there's one thing that we haven't talked about, man. And that's our boy, you know what I'm saying, Nick King. LeBron James, you know what I mean? He's recently had one of the greatest accomplishments, matter of fact, second for a career. My boy, LeBron James, just passed Carl Malone for scoring for a career, regular season scoring, is now second all-time with only Kareem ahead of him, man. Ain't that crazy? Not bad for the hashtag Wash King, hashtag Strike for Gateness. I mean, <laughs> look, the, the hairline is bad, but the jumper is better you know what I'm saying? He's like, he's he's just defying all the odds. He's been doing it since he was 18, but 35 still defying all the odds. Not slowing down. Look, I saw a crazy stat. He can pass, I think it's Kareem that's ahead of him, in 58 games if he just averages 25, which is it's very doable. Wow. So it's not going to be too long before he's sitting on the mountaintop alone as the NBA's greatest scorer. Damn. Yeah, for man. sure, man. I like, I like how we've all loved LeBron. You know, I sense some hate coming. I used to, <laughs> I used to hate LeBron like you used to hate Kobe, like I like like a lot of Knicks fans used to hate Michael. But it, it's just great to see these people we've hated over the years. <laughs> keep doing great like i used to have the same thing for tom brady like I, yeah i'm a Colts fan like fuck tom brady like, <laughs> that man is great yeah. like, lebron yeah. is great and yes we always have the jordan versus lebron talk yes but it's not like lebron's gonna suit up right now <laughs> it's not like it's not like jordan's gonna sit there and strap up right now right so we gotta definitely acknowledge greatness for what it is and two on that all-time leading scorers list is nuts. The same way the stat pattern Russell Westbrook hit 182 triple doubles. Nobody ever thought it'd be done. I never wow. thought I'd see the scoring title almost be beaten. For real. For real. Kareem, for the longest while, we thought this guy Kareem is going to sit here for another 100 years and nobody's going to touch this record. This guy LeBron's making mincemeat out of it. You know what I'm saying? He said, screw father time. You know what I'm saying? Hashtag Wash King is back. You know what I mean? Hashtag kid from Akron. <laughs> <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Just a kid from Akron, bro. And he's been proving a lot of us wrong. And that's it's the funny that you mentioned it, man. I I hated LeBron James for a long time. You know what I mean? I think for how great he was, a lot of oh, his moves ruined the league. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, we're all united in that in that front. You know what I mean? But with all that being said, like you mentioned, man. As you get older, you begin to appreciate things for what they are. And again, LeBron's in what his 19th season. You know what I mean? If you don't appreciate it while it's here, you're going to definitely miss it when it's gone. You know what I mean? So, yeah, man. All right. That's going to do it. A huge thank you to AJ. Oh Y'all go ahead, run up those podcasts. You want to tell them one more time where they can find you? Uh, you can follow me at in AJ We Trust on Instagram, Twitter. You can find all things Greenhouse at the Greenhouse PO. Uh, you can find our Tuesdays 
Sundays, Wednesday shows. Uh, I'll just throw them. Uh, I'll send them all to you guys. So maybe they'll be in the description <laughs> of this episode. <laughs> but I definitely, definitely appreciate you, you guys for uh, having me on here. It's been a pleasure catching up with you guys as well. Hey, bro, the pleasure's really been all ours, you know what I mean? And thank you for taking the time out your schedule to hop on, you know what I'm saying? You mentioned you're, you get producing, producing four or five episodes between you and Sharik, you know what I'm saying? The work that you guys do, man. Shouts out to you for being on the pod, bro. We appreciate it. And for us, let them know where we put that flavor. As always, put some flavor in the air. <laughs> well, well.